Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at Steve NFL on Twitter, uh, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers. You can hear if you listen real close. You can hear at IT Hedgehog, Peter Jones. Peter Jones, you're doing it. I'm doing it. I've, I've been doing it since I was last here, Stephen. Well, I know. Yeah, you were doing it earlier too. Um, how are you, Pete? What's going on, buddy? I'm doing. I'm. I'm. I'm doing good. There's oh, Gooty there's on the, the phone. call. There it there's is. Gooty on the phone right now. Yeah, no, I'm, do- I'm 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 doing good. How are you? Not too bad. Wide receiver is that what he's calling about? Is he calling? <laughs> to, is it Matt Lafleur wanting to know strategy, Peter? Because we're going to need something <laughs> special out of this Arizona Cardinals game because it ain't the usual one. I'll, I'll do one Arizona Cardinals stat uh, to illustrate a point, and then I'll just kick it over to you, and you can take us down Peter Jones Lane. It's been since 1974 was the last time that they had a seven and zero start. Um, and looking at their schedule, Pete, and we can get into that maybe a little bit later, even though it's quick snaps. Oh, we only have 10 minutes. Um, oh, um, is that, uh, you see, you have to do it back. It's like that thing of, you know, someone says, you're, uh, what did they call it? Uh, you're in the game. Or do you remember the game? And that part of the game is just remember someone that they're in the game. Anyway, uh, you, I've all got you now. Uh, it's that kind of thing. It's it's reactionary. So look, you know, this, this team are punching probably above where they should be because their games are kind of, you know, they're 30s plus scoring points and then they get brought back down to earth almost is this team Peter as good as as their record says and of course everyone says you're always as good as what your record says but are they though I mean they're 7-0 and and it's been uh, since Jesus was a baby since they last did this is it do they come crashing to earth this season do they come crashing to earth tomorrow um, or is this a team to be reckoned with I, I, I think it's definitely a team to be reckoned with I, I doubt that they come crashing down to earth but I, but I think you know, you can foresee some losses on on the schedule, mm. and um, you know they've they're, they're probably punching above where people expected them to be. But I, but I do think that we all expected them to take a a step forward from last year after Kyler Murray's um, rookie season last year, and I think they've taken that step forward, and I think they've supplemented that with some. You know, they've picked up guys along the way. You know, as we all know, J.J. Watt ended up there. Mm. They picked up A.J. Green. And then a couple of weeks ago, they they traded for Zach Ertz. So, you know, here's a, here's a demonstration of a team that appears to be all in, doesn't it? Yeah, again. And, oh, God, we have another team that's all in as well in the Packers. But don't tell the haters. <laughs> uh, don't tell the haters. Look, uh, one thing is, uh, the focal point is quite uh, understandably on the fact that Devontae Adams is off because he has COVID, apparently. Um, and then Alan Lazard is an unvaccinated player who is a close contact of someone who's confirmed to have COVID, a la Devontae Adams. Should we be focused on the O, though? Because, I mean, look, what's what's sort of been getting us by, for instance, uh, if you look at Arizona and they're knocking over 30 points on teams, but when they come up against a stiff D, uh, well, then that's when stuff starts to fall apart a little bit. And from And again, much to my penance, Peter, and the listeners, I was going through some Arizona Cardinals podcasts and stuff, and I have to say they're actually quite good and very professional, and they have some players on there that give good insight. But from what Dave said is that, A, they still think they're the underdogs. Now, this is the media. I don't know if the players feel this way, but certainly if it's the vibe within the building, because it was one of the official Arizona Cardinals podcasts, 
Peter, they're saying that they're underdogs. And the reason is, is that you're coming up against a reigning MVP and the Packers are a historic franchise. So there you go. Curly Lambeau's, uh, you know, sort of prowess is still uh, buying them a bit of purchase here in 2021 because they're historic. So that means that they're, they're good. It's kind of like Liverpool fans who hold on to that whale. Um, so that's what the that's the attitude they're going into. But what they say, Peter, with this team is, is that it's complementary football, which of course you want to see, but not in a positive sense. So they say when they're all falters, which is what they did against the Texans, I think they were, I have it written down here somewhere, yeah, punt, punt, and then a safety against the Texans. So it was a slow start. Their defense kept them in it, and then their offense eventually started clicking here. Um, so number one, we surely can't be calling the Arizona Cardinals underdogs. The bookies certainly aren't. And on top of that, are we focusing too much on the injuries on the offense? Because the stat out there is that we're 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. Um, I don't think that's in spite of Devontae Adams. I think we're 6-0 and without him with the whole turf toe injuries and everything else. Um, so should this not be more of a focus on the Rashan Garys who's tied fifth and sixth for pressures and is getting better and all this type of stuff? Because we've done damn well on defense to say we're missing a bunch of people. Is our focus and the media focus a little bit off to think it's as one-dimensional as we don't have Tay and Lazard? Yeah, yeah, ab- 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 absolutely so. Um, so to answer your first question, the Cardinals absolutely are favorites. When you get to near the midpoint of the season and one of the teams is undefeated and they're at home, and the other team's coming in on off a short week. Yeah. And the other team's got, you know, difficulties with, with COVID and what have you. Then, then surely, yeah, they're absolutely the favourites. Um, but I think you're right. I mean, the, the Packers, I, I think we're so used to seeing Adams notch up lots of yards and stuff that the, the defence, to a degree, is is flying under the radar. And, and, you know, partly because, you know, Jair's been out for a few weeks and Kevin King's missing, et cetera, et cetera. But if you looked at last week's performance and going forwards, you know, Rashan Gary that you've mentioned has been excellent the last few weeks. Um, Devondre Campbell has been excellent all season. Even, you know, Razul Douglas was excellent last week. Um, you can almost look across the across the piece, you know, Kingsley Kiki, a sack and a half. Chandon Sullivan probably played his best game of the season last week. Whitney Merciless was good in, you know, in, in, in limited snaps last week really looked really good um so across the board i think you know you can look at the at the packers defense almost almost at every position and and pick out players that are doing a, doing an excellent job so yeah i mean i think the defense is going under the radar and i'll be the first to hold my hands up particularly obviously after the saints game um this defense is playing a lot better than i expected it to yeah and i guess we have to preface it here by saying and again, we can look at the, you know, it's a number whatever defense and they're playing well and the red zone was cack and then they go and pull that back and then you can look deeply into that and go, oh, well, your man gave himself up before the goal line. It's very nuanced, but certainly they're they're beating expectation than what we expected. Yeah. And like no one expected the Packers to be able to pull a something out like this after that Saints game. It was atrocious. Now, um, what I would say about the the Cardinals is, is that with us definitely, definitely going in as the underdog, because I completely agree. I think that's just how the Cardinals are trying to keep themselves sort of grounded. And with the fact that we don't have Devontae Adams playing for us, I just think that gives us, strangely and, and counterintuitively, some sort of uh, just a wild advantage. I, I think, for instance, right, if we went into the game and Devontae Adams picked up an injury mid-game, then we're goosed, obviously, because our game plan is around Devontae uh, and we're kind of having to operate on the fly. The fact that we've had advanced warning of this 
Um, and the fact that Matt LaFleur is going to have to do something creative now. He can. Aaron Rodgers says it all the time, Peter, doesn't he? He says, oh, it all goes through Devontae and Aaron Jones. You know, and by the way, we still have Aaron Jones. Uh, people seem to think we've nobody now. Um, who's a good receiver. AJ Dillon, who you've spoken about, has been yeah. good with his hands. But the thing is, is surely as a defense, when your quarterback who you're facing comes out every single week and says, this offense runs through Devontae Adams, and then if he's not open, then it goes to somebody else. So you're going to game plan to say, we have to take Devontae out first, and then sort of, you know, battle plan for everybody else, and, you know, depend on guys to meet those one-on-one matchups, which is where we saw in games like this when Devontae was out that MVS feasted because they just weren't able to cope. Uh, with his speed now he wasn't able to cope with his speed sometimes and those drops and it's frustrating and all that kind of stuff but the fact is is that it sort of flummoxed teams because they didn't really know who to focus on now it's easier that Lazard isn't there um, that Devontae isn't there that MVS is a game time decision of course but there has been games in the past Peter where Aaron Jones has absolutely dominated and if it's the short game dump off stuff it's yards yep. after catch but I just think it's a, look it's an advantage that A everyone just expects the team to lose so to go in there they, they don't have anything to lose they're just expected to tank that game anyway and also they cannot just plan to take Devontae away from the game and see what happens now they have to count for everybody now you might say well who are those other people but I, you know with, with Bobby Tonyan in there Big Dog is able to he's good for at least three catches a game and it's usually what he what he does after he catches the ball Pete that's strong so I don't know I think there's a like I know the the feeling out there between even you and I is that yes the Packers are going to chalk this one down to a loss more than likely if they don't it's an unbelievable result but I think and this is what I'll say for ages because I can see my wavs here going on for ages now but what I would say as well is is that as the Cardinals go into this game at home coming up against the Packers team that are like missing loads of players on defense, obviously the problems on offense now and have to do something creative. I just wonder psychologically, even though the team is full of veterans, so you wouldn't expect it to have too much of an impact. But if that team starts to find that getting yards against the Green Bay defense is actually more difficult than they think, and if they give up chunk yardage to the reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers, where they don't expect it and they keep getting beat on one-on-one matchups with the likes of MVS or whoever Aaron Jones is going to be slot in there, um, I just wonder how much that'll grade on them, Peter, because they're thinking, how, why is this happening? We were like, you know, two, three touchdown uh, favourites. I don't think they are with the bookies, but how the hell are we losing this game? And I wonder, will they will they hang their heads at that stage? And I just think it's little advantages like that that could play to our favour. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think I think it's interesting in that in the, when you lose that focus, it probably forces Lafleur and his offensive staff to open things up and perhaps do, do some stuff that they've ha- helped, been holding in their back pocket. Maybe maybe some jet sweeps or reverses with Amari Rogers, mm. you know, like like you said, you've already mentioned. I think you know they're gonna they're gonna call on Aaron Jones and and AJ Dillon in the in the passing game probably more than they've you know more than they've done this season. And then I think you know the Packers running game has to get going this week. If if the Cardinals have one weakness on on defense, probably across the whole team, it's their run defense. I think they're 18th against the run, mm. and I think you know that kind of just sets up ideal for the, for the for the Packers. I'm not talking about them running the ball 40 times in this game, but running probably more than they have done. Yeah. Whilst mixing in a lot of you know mixing in Rogers and, and perhaps the odd, whether it's a trick play or at least a jet sweep or a reverse here and there with a with a Murray Rogers. So so I think it's going to be interesting from that perspective because this is where you know Matt Lafleur earns his extra dollars. Um, and it and it can and I, and I think that yes it's going to be tough yes it's going to be tough to hold the Cardinals offense when you look at the likes of DeAndre Hopkins and 
Christian Kirk and Rondale Moore and AJ Green, and we've mentioned they picked up Zach Ertz a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Chase Edmonds out of the backfield's got 20-odd catches. This is a really explosive offense. But again, how do you keep an explosive offense from scoring? Well, part of the way you do that is to run the ball and keep them off the field. Yeah. So, so everything kind of you know, points towards the Packers' ru- running game coming coming through, mixed in with passing and some of those trick or different types of plays. And if the Packers do pull out a win here, what do you think that says about the Cardinals and the Packers individually, Pete? Does it say that the Packers are better than people expect? Is Matt LaFleur that extra level genius who can cr- cause this invention? Does the media start going crazy with the Cardinals and say, ah, there's their Achilles heel? Because if you look at the Minnesota Vikings game, I believe they only lost that uh, because of a missed kick by the Vikings. Um, they've beaten the Jaguars, which everybody has. They beat Tennessee in week one. Uh, 38 to 13 but the, the Titans have been really up and down all season it was only 17-10 of a win against the Niners uh, they waxed the Browns and then against the Texans it was a slow start so what does that say about either team if the Packers do end up winning yeah I think for, I think for the Cardinals it raises a question mark and I, and I think then you have to see how do they bounce back the following week mm. is this a team that that can put the one loss behind them and move forward or is this a team like the Steelers were last year that came Fast out of the gate, one, I forget what the Steelers were, 8-0 or whatever last year, and then pretty much pretty much fell apart. So, so I think it will raise a huge question mark about the Cardinals. If the Packers were to pull this out, then I think that really reaffirms what we as Packers fans kind of believe or want to believe, that this is, this is a team that's going to go deep, in, deep into the playoffs, because this would be a huge win. It's a, it'd be a huge. It's a huge win any time you win on Thursday night going out west, whoever you're playing. Yeah, but to be playing an unbeaten team under these circumstances, I think would be a huge psychological win for the Packers. Yeah, it sort of puts some of those gremlins to bed, I think, as well with the Packers, as you say, in a short games week. We, I don't know. I, again, it's because we've kind of got the blinkers on, I guess. But I, I do see the Packers players and brass and everyone else giving out more about the Thursday night game, saying they just don't make any sense. Um. And God forbid Aaron Rodgers got a bad night's sleep as well because he was giving out about the Radisson uh, hotel beds as well, which I can see he has a point. He has a point. Um, I'm sure he gets a... Well, actually, we're staying there when we're going out there in a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll be in the same place as the as the Packers, breathing that same air probably. Um, so, yeah, look, it's it's sort of giving up those gremlins, isn't it, Peter, about going out west and coming back with a win. But if there's anything that's going to keep you focused and keep you on your toes is the fact that, you know, we're just decimated with injuries, with people out on IOR. Um, with this COVID stuff, is there anything else about this game then that sort of intrigues you from a, a game standpoint or any sort of extracurricular standpoint? Well, just for, just for me, just be interested. And, and you mentioned it. You know how much the tight ends get involved. You know, is this is this the week that Bobby Tonyan breaks out? Mm. Because you know, up until till last week, it almost been invisible, and then last week we saw more of him is this the week where he catches six seven eight passes yeah um and 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 on the on the defensive side of the ball for for me it'll be interesting to just to see how much pressure the pass rush can get because it's been looking better and better as the season's gone on and making sure that they are disciplined in their pass rush so they can't have a situation where kyla murray you know runs for 15 yards here and 13 yards that you know similar to what they had with Taylor Heineke last last week they they can't allow that to happen but those two things for me are 
it's going to be interesting, really interesting. Yeah, if look, it's a like I said on pre-prod, and a, a, you know, a, an academic couldn't put a better Pete. It's a bit of crack, you know. You're going into this thing, and I mean that in the yeah. Irish sense, C or A I C. You know, you're coming into the game. You, we have the best of both worlds, really. We're on a six-game winning streak. Uh, we have all the excuses we need to lose a game. Whereas if you go in full strength and you lose, it's like, oh, the pretenders. Yeah. So, you know, we've got literally nothing to lose in this game apart from uh, the obvious stuff that we touch wood, that people don't get injured and all that kind of stuff. But we kind of come in and we can come in with reckless abandon. Now, if it wasn't for the Saints game, I would easily say and pick out the different positions like Tunyon and Jones and Dylan and uh, Mercedes Lewis and Rashan Gary's getting home, Kenny Clark's a world beater, you know, Stokes is showing some promise, although he's a bit inconsistent. You know, you could point out all these players and go, this team is too talented to get blown out. But then you go back to week one and go, oh yeah. <laughs> so like it's, you know, <laughs> it's within the same season that we have that, oh, okay, moment. And you'd sort of look at the similarities between um, and again people are going to give me a kick in for this but James Winston and Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray is like a successful you know it, it's what it, like can we get a Kyler Murray no we have one at home and that's James Winston it's someone who <laughs> will like you know he can be creative he can be unpredictable um, he can run when you don't really expect him but Kyler Murray's like that on steroids and the fact that he's the size he is and has the success that he does um, particularly uh, when he's running around the place you just can't actually get to him because he has absolutely lightning speed it's a pretty scary scary team what's your and again this has turned into medium medium snaps medium snaps uh, this turned into medium snaps but uh, so yeah Pete are we in agreement that like this is it's all pointing towards a loss but if they get a win here it's just a massive statement for this team yeah I I, I, I absolutely agree I mean I think the Packers will play this game game close probably closer than than the bookies think for most of the game um, if you want a score prediction is it time for a score oh, prediction give us a score prediction cool. I think I think unfortunately I think the Cardinals will pull it out. Um, twenty about twenty eight twenty would be my kind of score prediction. But I'm not ruling out that the Packers could somehow come away with a surprise win. And I don't want to be a sort of a, a negative Nelly here because I always give out about the haters. But just looking at this first off score predictions, I hate doing them. Uh, because you're always, gonna, you're always gonna think you're gonna do the wrong one. For instance, that game against the Texans that they won thirty-one five—that's the first time in NFL history that that game has ever come out with a score like that. By the way, um, so you know I could literally say uh, for all, and somehow it happened. Um, so <laughs> no, that won't happen. Uh, <laughs> imagine it did. Um, so yeah, look, it's it's one of those games, Pete, that sort of strikes me as people write us off having no chance. We go up heavy early, like something like 14 zip, yeah. and then they come back into it and they end up beating us by your score. It, you know, it has that sort of tint of that we'll be on here, you know, a week later saying, oh, they put up a great fight at the start, but it just couldn't keep it going. And I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. I'm, I'm quietly optimistic about it just because of the psychological factors that go into it, that Arizona seem to be sort of simmering above where they really should be. And like what you used to say, you know, that they, well, maybe you still say, Pete, you know, uh, the stuff comes back to the mean and that you sort of, it's never as good or never as bad as you really think yeah. it is. So I think that team, as you said, I mean, there's some losses for them on the schedule and they've nearly been caught out a couple of times this season. So I just think that if they have one of those off games, because this is a game that everyone's like, oh, well, look, the Packers are without Devontae, they've got no chance, yada, yada, that this would be something that they could um, pull out of the bag. But look, um, yeah, tough one, but it's going to be entertaining if you're willing to stay up uh, really, really, really late <laughs> of a Thursday. 
so late in fact Pete that we keep getting uh, tweets from this guy who's it was we're actually going to deal with them to do our meetups and uh, it was meant to be in the works of like oh you know can you can you host games that are on Game Pass and he said yeah I'll check for you and then they can't but he still tweets at all the fan groups and says oh if you need a venue come to us and so <laughs> he did it this week and I looked at it and I was like 1.20am mm. <laughs> so I tweeted him back and just said do you have any venues that will stay open for Thursday Night Football and he said no actually we don't <laughs> and I started thinking like, ah, doing the whole blanket tweet thing's not working for you uh, anyway he's been at IT Hedgehog uh, always jump into the Facebook group because Peter always has fantastic contributions there in the Facebook group as well um, and yeah I've been at Steely the NFL I don't know why the hell you'd follow me and I'm the Paddy Backer on Instagram which we just um, and of course um, yeah look we're doing the Raz by the way the Raz is there uh, so we've got a massive uh, box of merch I've done a box unboxing a box unboxing I've unboxed a box on YouTube uh, there last night and it literally do you know what Pete I'm never one to moan because no one cares you know when you watch these YouTube videos and people go oh please excuse my voice today I've got a bit of a cold you're like no one cares and no one even noticed either no one noticed um, but Jesus, the video took uh, ages to render and then it was like three in the morning and I was like, okay, well, I copied that to this drive and did that and then I was uploading it and then I got back on at seven and I was, I was like, okay, it's nearly done and it's just one of those painful, painful process. Video is painful and I, do you know what? You even see it in the video. I'm like, oh, I don't know what the sound is like in this, which I hate when people say because no one cares but it, it was just because I had, there was fans going on computers, there was rendering happening, transcoding happening Bit of a pain in the arse, but the end result worked out really well. Did you manage to catch it yet, Pete? And uh, are you a fan well, no, of the I signed saw, merch? I, 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 I saw your tweet or message on Facebook, I can't remember which, message on Facebook saying you'd got got the latest boxes of merch, but I mm. haven't seen the video yet. So that that's a job for me now. There's your homework, Pete. There's your homework. Absolutely. Well, in the thumbnail, <laughs> it has me holding up a Jordan Love jersey, and it's amazing. If you got an Aaron Rodgers jersey when he was sitting behind Brett Favre, you know, you'd look at it and go, eh, maybe... But then if they become superstars, you look at that thing and go, oh my God, I have an early Jordan love. But we'll see how that happens. Even if he ends up getting booted out of uh, Green Bay, Pete, it's still a hell of a story to have on your wall. And he puts a little love heart on it. So, you know, give it to your uh, girlfriend or your wife for Valentine's Day. I mean, you can always do that. It's always good to plan ahead. Anyway, I've been uh, at CDD NFL. He's been at IT Hedgehog. Follow the group accounts on at UK Packers. Go Pack Go against the cards. We're the underdogs. And we'll talk to you after the game. Go Pack Go.